Welcome to episode 186 of the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, the first podcast dedicated to helping engineers and technical professionals with both their personal and professional development. I'm your host, Anthony Fasano. I'm a licensed professional engineer who practiced as an engineer, but eventually decided I wanted to focus more on inspiring engineers rather than doing the engineering. So since then, I've written a book called Engineer Your Own Success and have traveled the world helping engineers. And through this podcast, myself and my co-host, Chris Knutson, try to bring you information that can help you succeed in every episode. People had their doubts about this podcast taking off, but since inception, we've had close to 2 million downloads and have been cited by Forbes as one of the top 15 most inspiring podcasts for professionals. Now, here's a short preview of this episode during which I'm going to tell you a short story about a long drive that changed everything for me. Here it is. So now I'm basically in shock. I'm basically standing there not knowing what to do. And I say to her, you know what? It is what it is. I guess it's terrible, but there's nothing I can do. I didn't know that. So what's the next flight I can get on? Is there another flight tonight or tomorrow morning? And she said, I'm sorry, sir, but the next flight is till, not until Saturday. Now, again, this is Wednesday because of this storm. All these flights have been canceled and rebooked. And she said, the next available flight is Saturday. Now, you got to remember, I'm running my own business. I have three kids. Got a lot going on back at the office. I can't stay in Chicago for four extra days. My co-host Chris and I both believe that in order to be the best engineer you can be, you must consistently get better. Get better at your craft, your people skills, and as a leader. And that's why we published this free podcast to help you do just that. Now, before I get started with this episode, this is a free show. And now our sponsors help us keep it free. So please support our sponsors. Now I'd like to recognize our sponsors for this episode. Firstly, we have PPI. Are you trying to find the right step to further your career in the world of engineering? Need some positive perspective on how to prepare properly for your exam? Stay tuned to this podcast for my exam essentials, tips, and tricks. I'll be sharing my favorite ways to get in the PE exam zone info on best places to find the right resources to prepare for your licensure exam, including an exclusive 20% discount available only to our listeners. Thanks to our sponsor, PPI. You won't want to miss out on this opportunity. I would also like to recognize and welcome a new sponsor to the podcast, WPI. If you're in the market for a master's degree, you're going to love our new sponsor, Worcester Polytechnic Institute, was one of the first engineering and technology universities in the United States. And they now offer their most popular graduate programs 100% online. Level up in robotics, data science, power systems, mechanical engineering, biotechnology, systems engineering, and more from anywhere in the world. Stay tuned for more about WPI later in this episode. Now, let me bring you into the main segment of this episode, which is special to me. It's probably one of our shorter episodes, but I think it will be one of our most impactful. I want to give you a quote that really is the essence of this episode. And the quote is from Chris Prentice, who's the author of a book that I read called Zen and the Art of Happiness. And the quote is as follows. Everything that happens to you is the best possible thing that can happen to you.
So as I said, in this episode, I'm going to tell you a story here about something that happened to me back in March that has really changed kind of the way I think and certainly made a big change to our business, which I'm going to explain to you. And I think that there's a lesson in this episode that can be extremely valuable really to anyone, not just engineers or technical professionals, but anyone. So let me just kind of set the scene. This is back in March. I had been doing a a training program down in Philadelphia for a company earlier in the week. And then I had to get out to Chicago because I had a talk to do, a Wednesday lunchtime talk that I had to do. And there was an impending storm, a storm that was going to be on the Northeastern US. And so I'm in Philly. It's already starting to snow. The event down there ended a little early and this was Tuesday. I ended up driving back up to New Jersey. Tuesday night, I get home Tuesday evening and my flight is supposed to leave very early Wednesday morning to go to Chicago for a noontime talk. And I'm thinking to myself, if this snow keeps up, my flight in the morning is getting canceled, right? So I'm not going to make this talk. And I really wanted to make it. I mean, when, anytime I'm doing a speaking engagement, of course, you want to show up. And I knew it was going to be a good group, a good turnout. And I've been planning it with the organization for months. So I go online, I'm looking at flights, and I see that there's a couple of flights out to Chicago Tuesday evening, late, like 11 o'clock at night. So I said to my wife, I said, you know what? I think I got to go tonight. I got to make sure I get there. These flights tonight will definitely get me there. And then hopefully I was supposed to come back Wednesday late afternoon. That wouldn't be affected. I ended up making the decision. I booked the flight at 11 o'clock. It's a different airline than the one that I had. So I don't bother with the other airline. I just booked this one. I get my stuff together. I head to the airport. Ends up being a late night, but I get there on time. Get to the hotel where I'm doing the talk Tuesday night. I get some sleep. The next morning I wake up. Now my talk is not till noon, but I call the airlines that I'm booked on to return in the afternoon. It's the same airlines I had the round trip flight. I was supposed to leave early Wednesday morning and come back Wednesday afternoon. So of course I didn't take the Wednesday morning flight, which ended up being on time and getting there. So I call and I'm saying, you know, it was snowing bad and was accumulating. And I sit on hold for about a half an hour and I say, listen, I have a flight this afternoon. I just want to make sure that everything looks good. And the guy on the other end said, sir, your flight's on time. Everything looks good. I had a first class ticket from time to time. I don't always fly first class, but a lot of times I do if I get a good offer because I kind of calculated it out as the engineer that I am. And I think I'm way more productive and I get really productive, high value work done. I think it's worth it depending on the offer that you get. I had a good ticket. I was looking forward to getting back there Wednesday afternoon, comfortable flight home. Again, before the talk, later that morning, I called the airlines again just to double check. I'm like, there's no way this plane is going to go back Wednesday afternoon. It's just getting worse and worse in New York. But sure enough, I called and they said, listen, sir, the flight is on time. It looks like all the other flights tonight are canceled, but yours is still on time. I ended up doing the talk. The talk went very well. We had a full room. I did my leadership session, a lot of good feedback, but I had a car before the talk. I went downstairs and I told the concierge, I need a car to be ready to go to the airport right away when I'm done at one o'clock. So as soon as the talk is over, I say goodbye to everyone. Thank you. I run downstairs and I get in this cab and I get to the airport, cutting it a little bit close, but I get there. So I go up to the counter and I give them my information. I say, actually, I try to do the credit card swipe at the computer and get my boarding pass, but it's not working. It's not recognizing my credit card, which is bizarre. So I go up to the counter and I say to the woman, yeah, I have a flight. I confirmed this morning. Everything should be fine. It's not coming up in the computer. So she looks me up and she's like, I don't have you on this flight. So I said, excuse me? She said, I called two times this morning. They said my flight was on time. So she said, hold on, let me make a phone call. So she makes a phone call and she comes back and says, sir, I'm sorry, but 
it looks like what happened is you didn't show up for your flight early this morning. And therefore that cancels out your entire ticket, which I had known because I never did that before. I mean, how many times in your life do you not show up for a flight, right? It just so happened that I got the Tuesday night flight with a different airline and I didn't even bother canceling the Wednesday morning flight with the other airline. I just kind of let it go. I just kind of said, I'm going to take a loss on that. Kind of like a sunk cost, right? So now I'm basically in shock. I'm basically standing there not knowing what to do. And I say to her, you know what? It is what it is. I guess it's terrible, but there's nothing I can do. I didn't know that. So what's the next flight I can get on? Is there another flight tonight or tomorrow morning? And she said, I'm sorry, sir, but the next flight is till, not until Saturday. Now, again, this is Wednesday because of this storm. All these flights have been canceled and rebooked. And she said, the next available flight is Saturday. Now, you got to remember, I'm running my own business. I have three kids got a lot going on back at the office. I can't stay in Chicago for four extra days. That just can't happen. So now I'm just kind of lost. Before I tell you what I did next, I do just want to take a quick one minute break to once again, recognize our new sponsor for the Engineering Career Coach Podcast. Thanks again to WPI for sponsoring this episode. Their part-time online graduate programs are specially designed for the working professionals' hectic life. You'll earn the same degree as on-campus students without pressing pause on your career. Find out why WPI's faculty was named number one in combining research and teaching by the Wall Street Journal. Visit go to wpi.edu forward slash tech to explore over 15 graduate degree programs in science, technology, and engineering. That's G-O, the number two, dot W-P-I dot E-D-U slash tech, which stands for the Engineering Career Coach. Again, that's go to dot W-P-I dot E-D-U slash tech. If you've been thinking about grad school, this is your sign. All right, so back to the story now. I just explained to you that I got canceled off my flight. It's Wednesday in Chicago, and I'm, I'm looking at coming back Saturday. So I think to myself, I go back to the quote that I gave you at the beginning of this episode, which was, I had recently read this book, Zen and the Art of Happiness by Chris Prentice. And like the underlying theme in the book, which is kind of in a sense, the underlying theme of, of Zen, what Zen is, is, is the idea that everything that happens to you is the best possible thing that can happen to you. And if you adopt that mentality, you look for opportunities and everything. And I talk about that in my leadership sessions. You've heard me talk about that on the podcast. But this really reinforced it for me because I had just read the book. So I'm thinking to myself, how is this the best possible thing that had happened to me? My flight got canceled without me knowing. I'm getting ready to fly first class, nice and relaxed, back, just about to beat the snowstorm and get home. Now I'm looking at four days in Chicago. And there's nothing wrong with Chicago, but like I said, got a lot of stuff going on. So I'm asking myself the question and then it hits me. I had a book, an audio book on my Audible account on my phone about consulting and sales from a very famous consultant who had written the book. And I'd been wanting to read it for a very long time, but I hadn't got around to it. In fact, my co-host Chris had recommended it to me over a year ago. And so I knew what I wanted to do. I left the airline counter. I went over to the rental car counter and I decided that I was going to rent a car and I would make the 12-hour drive home from Chicago back to New Jersey. And I'd listen to the audiobook. That was my opportunity to listen to the book in the midst of everything else I had going on. So I did just that. I left Chicago around maybe two in the afternoon. I drove about six hours, six, seven hours. I made it to somewhere in Ohio. I stayed there for the night. And then the next morning I woke up 
And I drove the, the remaining five or six hours, listened to the remainder of the book, which by the way is called Million Dollar Consulting by Alan Weiss. And when I got home, based on that book, I completely changed the way that we wrote our proposals at the Engineering Management Institute in terms of like training and coaching for companies. And the new way was so much more clear for our clients or prospective clients, which resulted in much better results and win rates on our proposals ever since then. I dramatically changed it, the proposal. I, I basically used the template or some of the strategies in the book. And it's been a great thing, like I said, for me and for my clients, for prospective clients, so they could see the value that we're going to give in the training. And we laid it out for them very clearly. And the only reason that that happened was because I looked for the opportunity. I, I asked myself, how could this possibly be the best possible thing to happen to me, getting stranded here and now having to drive 12 hours home? But it was in that case. And I turned the problem into an opportunity thanks to that mindset. And I would do it again if I had to do it today. That's how powerful it ended up being for me. And if you are equipped with this mindset, what's great about it is you can't really go wrong in your career or in your life because you're constantly, constantly, constantly looking for opportunities. You're looking to take something that's not great and use it and kind of optimize it and maximize anything you can get out of it for yourself, personally, professionally, whatever the case may be, or to help other people. I can't reinforce to you how powerful this is. It's just a matter of getting in the habit. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute in our Take Action Today segment on how you can start to cultivate this mindset and what you can do to remain open to these opportunities. Because as an engineer, let's be honest, all you're dealing with every day is problems, most likely. I mean, you're working on projects, but a lot of times you encounter problems. The same goes in life every day. You encounter problems. And so if you can say to yourself, man, we didn't get this project. We lost the bid. Well, for some reason, this is a great thing that happened to us. What was it? Maybe you learned something for next time. Whatever the case may be, I don't know. But unless you're looking for it, I can guarantee you, you won't find anything good in it. I hope you enjoyed my short story about my long drive that changed the game for us in terms of our business here and some of the things we do and really changed the game for me mentally and personally in terms of my approach. Because I know that if I can make a 12-hour drive and feel really good about it and see all the positive in it, everything else that can happen in terms of you know, things like that, glitches that happen in, with the computer, the travel, et cetera, can be just less, can have less of a strain and a stress on me. So what I'd like to do now is we're going to transition into our Take Action Today segment where I'm going to give you a couple of things that you can do to cultivate a mindset like this that can really have a massively positive impact in your career and your life overall. Now it's time for our Take Action Today segment of the show. And this is the segment where I try to kind of wrap the whole episode up in a bow for you and give you something that you can do right away to take action on it. Take action on whatever we're talking about in this episode which is cultivating an opportunistic mindset. But before I do that, I do want to take a moment to recognize our sponsor for this episode, PPI. Engineering career advancement starts with licensure exams. The right place to gather exam info, all practice materials, and multiple review options comes from ppi2pass.com. PPI has helped over 4 million engineers pass their licensure exam and become leaders in their fields. Best of all, they have practice bundles, online subscriptions, and practice exams that prepare you to pass the first time. Visit ppi2pass.com to learn how you can start preparing for your exam 
right away and take you one step closer to your next career advancement. That's PPI, the number two, pass.com. I also have a 20% off promo code available to listeners of this podcast. Use promo code TECH8 on PPI's website for an exclusive 20% discount. Again, that's promo code TECH, T-E-C-C, stands for the Engineering Career Coach, and the number eight. And just a reminder, we had two great sponsors for this episode, PPI and our new sponsor, WPI. Please support our sponsors. They help to keep this show free for our listeners. And I believe that the podcast is a valuable resource. And I know for a fact that engineers are getting a lot out of it. And again, thank you to our sponsors. So let's talk about this. I want to leave you with a couple of things you can do. I mentioned the saying, everything that happens to me is the best possible thing that can happen to me. So that's a great philosophy, but it has to be kind of given to you over time or built up over time in your mind. So what can you do to start cultivating it? Listen to books that preach that mindset, right? So I told you about Zen and the art of happiness, and I don't get onto religion on the podcast. Zen is really like a state of mind. I don't see it as any kind of religious theme, so to speak. It's the idea, like I said, of just taking a mental approach of whatever happens to me, there's some good in it. And if I look for it, I'll find it. And if I don't, I won't. So consider that book reading. Another great book that I talk about all the time is called The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, which is probably my all-time favorite book. And I've read it a ton of times. It's by Robin Sharma. Again, it's The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari a fable about fulfilling your dreams and reaching your destiny. And again, it helps you to look at the mindset, look at the positives and stay focused. A lot of times what I do is I I have a book. I read The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari and I wrote all of my favorite parts of it in, in a leather kind of bound notebook. And every night I'll usually get on the couch with a cup of tea late and read through that book. So reading through things like that at night can be really good or first thing in the morning that sets you up for your day or winds down your day in a positive way. Or maybe I have some quotes that I've taken from this book and other books like it. And I have them on the inside of my kitchen cabinet. So when I open up the cabinet in the morning to take some vitamins, I see those quotes and I read a couple of them. You can put them on your desk. You can pin them to the bottom of your monitor. You got to understand something that your brain is basically the most powerful computer in the world. And everything you put into it is programming your brain. So anytime you could feed opportunistic mindset quotes and thoughts, it's going to help you when you get into these situations. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, I call it my short story about a long drive that changed the game for me. And I hope that this mindset can change the game for you. And just a short reminder, I've been getting questions about the next session of our Engineering Management Accelerator online workshop, which is a five-week online workshop where you can enroll and you'll spend a couple of hours each week fine-tuning and building your management skills, communication, relationship building, how to be productive, how to build expertise, how to speak effectively, and how to be a high leverage leader. We'll take you through five different skill building sessions. We'll give you assignments. You'll have a group coaching call. You can find out all the information at engineer2manager.com. That's engineer2manager.com. Our next session does start on October 16th. All right, you can find the show notes for this episode by going to the engineeringmanagementinstitute.org on the Engineering Career Coach Podcast tab, episode 186. There you'll find a summary of the key points discussed in today's episode, as well as links to any of the resources, websites, or books mentioned during this episode. You can leave a question in the comments section. We do monitor all comments and we'll respond if you leave us one. And don't forget to check out 
our upcoming live webinar for this month at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. Until next time, please continue to engineer your own success. The strategies that you heard in this episode will be of no use to you unless you take action and start to implement them in your career immediately. To help you do that, we have designed a system that you can use at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. It combines live monthly webinars with PDHs, plus a private forum giving you access to coaches and premium content focused on helping you build your management and leadership skills. Join us for our next live webinar at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org and we'll help you engineer your own success.